0: Next Level Podcast. I'm your host Justin Game. and today we have a special guest, Damian Talbert of uh, NFL Draft
1: Diamonds. Hey man, how's it going today? I'm doing well. How are you, man?
0: Good, good. Well, I pre- like I said, appreciate you taking some time. I know you're you're a busy busy guy, especially you just released seven hundred small school draft prospects uh, on your website. Um, you do a lot of work with. Uh, the College Good Earned Showcase, you work for the East-West Shrine game, um, a lot of things trying to help out, you know, NFL prospects to get, a, get an opportunity in the NFL. Yeah. You know, can you just give us listeners uh, listeners kind of a, your background as far as in football and kind of what you've led to
1: what you do now? Sure. Um, I've been doing NFL Draft Diamonds for roughly 10 years now, um, started off trying to uh, scout I I thought I'd try to be a scout and I was told by a few people that I wasn't good at it um, and took a couple notches on the belt after uh, having to do other writing things and talking about football but could never really get into the scouting field finally I was given an opportunity by Optimum Scouting which is Eric Gelko. and um, I started working for him he gave me the HBCU colleges I started with the HBCU colleges and it blossomed into I realized that everybody else needed help too. It wasn't just the um HBCU players, but I noticed the D two and D three kids were overlooked and NAIA and kids just there was a lot of kids that needed help and they, they were kind of clueless into the entire situation and how it worked. So that's how I started off and um it blossomed into more of like a full time job, but I'm still a federal law enforcement officer by trade and I'm doing that. I've got 16 years doing that. So, trying to juggle both, um, and and it's interesting. It has its uh, has its ups and downs, but it's definitely an interesting thing. And I'm yeah. I'm happy to help people.
0: And, and as far as you know, how do you go about you know about identifying that small school prospects or your website, your NFL draft diamonds? Like I said, I saw you just had
1: posted
0: your 700 small school prospects
1: for the 2021 draft. How do you go about identifying those guys? Well, we watch a lot of film. Um, we, it's hard because it, it's not that easy to get access to film, as you know. You, you try to get teams to, to turn over film to look at, but sometimes they think you're spying on them or they're you're going to give out their details, and they don't realize it's for the best interest of the kid. What I do with this list, that's 700. 700- how do you identify
0: small school prospects for
1: it? Well, we, we break down a lot of film. I mean, we're watching film constantly. Um, I have a team. It's not just myself. It's myself and Jimmy Williams and Jonathan Joyce and Justin Burns. And, and there's a bunch of different guys. Craig Forrest, So we, we break down film. We look at film. These are all guys that we brought on. Um but not only do we watch film and we break down film, the thing that we do the most is we try to reach out to the schools. We reach out to the SIDs, the head coaches, the, the school information people, just to try to get information to get who are the guys that teams are looking at. Who are your best players in your eyes after we watch film? Maybe maybe we watch film, we see somebody sticks out, but in that game, he didn't do well. So mm-hmm. then they'll, they'll give us another person. Hey, look, check out this guy or check out that guy. So that's really what we do. And we've done a, we've done a great job at identifying players. Um, and it's hard because we're watching a lot of film. And there's a lot of guys that aren't on that list. They should be on that list. And we're finding players every day. I just found a punter. And at the end of the day, it's, you watch film, and it's hard to get film on some of these schools. And it's hard to watch every single snap of, 500 plus schools it's just it's almost impossible so we're, we're doing our best and thank god that the kids send us film that they think that they're worthy and they'll send us film and we can identify if we think the player's good or not and then we can add them so what can small school prospects do to
0: help themselves
1: well i think what small school prospects need to realize is that they're a brand and i think when you look at it if you look at yourself as if you're a brand if you're a nike or you're a pepsi or if you're something bigger than what just a football player i think you'll finally you'll look and see what you need to do and how to do it the best what does pepsi do that gets their name out there well they're advertising their name they're going out there they're they're pushing their name out there they're doing different things they're they're getting in the in the spotlight if there's an event going on they want to put their product on there it's the same thing if you want to be a football player, you need to you need to brand yourself. You need to have your name. You need to do interviews. You need to get in the spotlight. You want to try to find websites that are doing rankings and all this stuff. Obviously, rankings. Not everybody uses them, and I know a lot of NFL scouts. People will say, "Oh, NFL scouts don't use rankings." I call I call bull crap on that every day because I get emails almost every day from scouts or from texts. But but at the end of the day, it's not it's not about what I'm doing, it's about what the player's doing. The player has to be able to go out there. What is he saying on Twitter? What is he saying on Facebook? Is he showing that he's working? Go out there and make Facebook instead of instead of sitting there talking about politics and talking about uh crap that's going on in the world, go out there and brand yourself. How do you brand yourself? Go out and read some books to kids. Go out, do positive things, man. Do do um get in the spotlight, clean up your neighborhood Um, And post that stuff on Facebook or Twitter and on social media. Go out there and do all these different cool things for play for prospects that you can do. um, Make a workout video, do a workout video, post it on your Twitter account. If you can do something that's really rare, like nobody's can do. Like, for example, Spencer Brown from North Northern Iowa the other day, he bench pressed 500 pounds on his Twitter account. That's something that people aren't doing. So you put little things out there like that that build your brand because now you have people talking. You have people that normally wouldn't be talking about you are now talking about you because of what you're doing. So you're branding yourself by getting out there, making yourself available. And as long as you can remember you're, that you're a brand, you'll you'll blossom into something bigger than what you what you thought you were. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. With you. It's about
0: you know, like I said, trying to get your name out there as much as possible there. In terms of, you know, what the situations we're dealing with with COVID-19 and how that hurt small school guys in the 2020 draft, and obviously no, uh, you know, pro days were canceled, Um, you know, as far as the junior days where the scout school come in there, you know, that got canceled, so a lot of the, the small school guys don't have official numbers. You know, what do you think as far as the impact end of COVID-19 will have in the 2021 draft? And then how do you think that, you know, uh, the small school guys who let's say they play football, but they're, they, you know, they're, you know, they don't have scouts there because scouts can't, you know, go to the facilities. How do you think that's going to impact the 2021 draft?
1: Uh, To be honest with you, I I don't want to be a negative person, but I cannot even understand. I can't see how the NFL, I can see how the NFL will move on, but I don't see how a college is going to be able to get all these colleges to agree to be able to have a college football season this year. If you look at Tennessee state already, their first two games are canceled of the year. So now you're talking about now you're two less games at a major college. I mean, we're not talking about, we're talking about an HBCU, but we're talking about an OVC conference. I mean, we're talking about Ohio Valley conference. Two games are now gone because of COVID-19 and that's we haven't even started the season yet. I think I think what we're going to see is we're going to see I I would be shocked if there's a football season for college football. And I don't want to be negative. I hope and pray I'm wrong, but I just cannot see how a college will find a way to do what they have to to follow the protocol, to do everything the positive way without getting people sick. And what I think will happen is you're going to have a lot of schools that will, they won't go under. I think the government will probably buy, uh, help them out, bail them out time, kind of like what they do with the airlines and everything else. But I think it's going to screw the kid. And I think the kid needs to start worrying about himself. And I think you've seen that a lot this year. You've probably seen a lot more transfers of kids. They're like, Hey, look, you know what? I doubt the small schools, like in D two and D three, they're going to be able to hold me. I'm, I'm not sure that the FCS schools will be able to go on if, this COVID-19 continues. So what they're doing is they're transferring up and they're transferring up hoping, Hey, look, if I get to a bigger school, at least this year, they may have a pro day. I might not even have one of them. So I don't know. I, I, I want to say that I wish everything would be great. And then the season would start on time and we're going to get to see great football this year. But deep down inside, it's like, I don't know until the election's over. I don't think we'll know for sure. And I think that's what it's going to come down to. Cause I, I don't know if it's a scam I know it's real, but I don't know how bad it really is because the media, I can't trust them. So it's, it's kind of, I don't know where to begin as far as that, but I I know that the kids that are suffering the most in this, and from the last year, what happened with COVID-19 without the pro day, it was small schoolers. It was the least amount of small schoolers drafted in years in a decade plus never been like that. The small schoolers were not getting the extra looks and it seemed like teams were, quick to go with a kid that was close to them that they've seen and that all, multiple people have seen. And they felt it was probably a safer bet to go with him or her or him, the football player, and then try to get him onto and then try to get the guys that they really liked at the small school as a UDFA type. And I think that's where, scouting failed i I mean i think that some of the guys knew what they were doing some of the guys stood on what their big boards were and everything like that but many were scared to pound the table for a small school guy because of what was happening and they didn't have that true 40 number and you know that 40 number means a lot to these guys and i think that was ultimately a huge impact
0: yeah i definitely agree with you do you think the standpoint of the NFL will do something different to be able to um, help the small school guys. You know, you know, obviously the rules in terms of hey, if you're a small school guy and you, you know, for as at a let's say uh, Grand Valley, you can only go to your school's pro day or some or the state of Michigan. You see, like they, you think that maybe if they know we don't have college football, we'll have more uh, group workouts, more like combine you know or like regional combines that the NFL will try
1: to do or you know do you see that can can that even be an option yeah I mean well I mean the regional combines worked I don't know why they stopped it it must not be making a lot of money but um they definitely worked and I think that I think that they should do something to that nature to where like they were going to do an HBCU combine this year in Miami and that got canceled that would have been a huge thing for them guys you know I mean I just think The NFL needs to step up. If the college football is they're going to be their baby and they don't want these other leagues to come in and do anything, then they're going to have to step up and find a way to help support it. And they're going to have to find a way to somehow make it fair because there's kids that are at the talent. There's so many talented kids sitting at home right now. It's on, it's, it's not even, I can't even, I can't even describe it. I mean, there's players that I had with draft rankings sitting at home and that, and that's, that's insane to me. And, and I think, I think it's going to keep happening and, until they come up with a plan, a game plan to make it, to fix it. And right now, I, I don't think there is a game plan. I know the NFL can sustain anything. They, have, they only have 32 owners that they have to agree with, and they don't even have to get all 32 on, on board. All they have to do is get 80%. So if 80% of them agree, then they're good. And I think at, the, at this point, NFL owners want money, so they're going to agree with it. And they don't care about the player, to be honest with you. They're making money. So I can't knock them. I get it. It's business. But at this point, I, I can see how the NFL goes on. Now, when you go into a college's college rank, I just don't see how how everybody's going to agree. So I don't know, man. This is going to be insane. I hope the NFL steps up. Make a D-League if they don't want to do nothing else. Buy the XFL and, and do something. I mean, but there's options out there that they could do. And I, I hope something happens. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So
0: And in terms of, you know... With, You know, we understand where we're at there, but if you had to look at kind of, you know, you've done some pre-rankings, obviously, for 2021 draft. Where do you see the strength of this upcoming draft? For small schoolers? Yeah, small schoolers or uh, just in general.
1: I think it's small school. I think if you look at the O line, I mean, offensive linemen are so hard to come by, and there's so many massive players this year that are coming out. I mean, you have Dylan Reduncet at North Dakota State. You have Drew Himmelman at Illinois State. You have Spencer Brown at UNI. All three of those guys could be potential day one, day two prospects. I don't think day one, more day two, day three. But um, day two, I mean, that's, that's three offensive linemen. That's insane. I don't think we've seen that in a long time from college football, especially from the small school ranks. I think all three of those guys have the talent. They're all huge. Spencer Spencer Brown, 6'9, Drew Himmelman 6'10, and I think Redunce is 6'6. Which I mean, it's gonna be insane. I mean, you you also have Trey Lance that you have to look at, who's really a sophomore, redshirt sophomore. He might be declaring early and leaving. If he declares early, you're talking about a top fifteen pick. We haven't seen a top fifteen small schooler pick since Carson Wentz, you know? And um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great to see. I can't wait. Um but as far as strengths, I think there's some strength at the wide receiver position. Um, you have a couple guys like Changa Hodge and and um, Michael Strachan and and, and, a, and a bunch of different wideouts there. And then you have you know, some at the defensive line. There's some decent defensive line prospects: Malik Fisher, um, Chris Garrett, some decent prospects there. So I mean, overall, I think I think it's going to be a decent class. I would say if it was a normal year, I'd say 15 to 17 draft picks. Um, who knows what this year is going to be like? Yeah. You know, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I know right now, I I love the offensive line prospects. There's three studs in this draft, in my opinion, and there's probably more than that. I haven't got through all all the nitty gritty to get through everything, but there's some massive, massive, massive offensive tackles this year. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time.
0: Everybody, you know, should go check out your website, NFL Draft Diamonds to be able to get the latest on the small school guys. Again, we hope we have a, a college football season. I hope everything's well with you personally, as well as your family. And, and again, I, I thank you so much for your time, and, and we'll hopefully we'll talk soon. Yes, sir, man. God bless you, man. Thanks. Yep.